Good morning or good afternoon, depending on what time of day. Oh, let's add in good evening. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Ramblings of a Jeweller. I'm Rebecca of Rebecca and Jewelry, the eco-conscious goldsmith based down here in Brighton. So today I thought I would address a couple of questions that I get um, sometimes from people. One is about um, pricing and one is about timings. So yes, in comparison to a lot of um, the jewelry brands that say pop up as advertisement on Instagram, in comparison to them, I am expensive, but not all jewelry is equal. Um, and so you can't do a direct comparison. Um, all of my jewelry is handmade to order from solid golds. Um, they're all recycled. They all take time, care. Everything is poured into that piece of jewelry. Um, so there's lots going into it with regards to, to the cost. It's, you know, the actual raw materials, which are really valuable. There's the... Um, considered packaging that's that's included in the pricing there's my my hourly rate I make sure that I pay myself a decent um hourly rate because you know this isn't it isn't um not everybody can can make jewelry so I you know we need to value ourselves um and so that's all that goes into my costing so when people say, oh, you know, your prices are expensive in comparison to, say, one of these brands, which is made from steel and then is gold plated, um, or a lot of brands and some of the high named, um, high end, not high end, not high named, but some of the well-known named brands, which are brass with gold plated, um, and they can still be really expensive, uh, but it in comparison, when you look at the initial price, you look at mine and think, oh, that's a lot more money. But actually, if you broke it down into the materials and everything else like that, you would see that the, um, the non-precious item actually works out a lot more expensive than, than the pieces that I'm making. Um, the other thing to consider is when you have something that has a gold plate or a gold for my finish, there's a lot of upkeep on that. So you're going to have to have it replated to continue having the nice look. Um, now there's a process I've been reading up a lot about. Um, it's not gold plating, it's another another form. It's not um, gold for my, I should have written this down. <laughs> um, but it's another way of applying a gold finish, particularly to steel jewelry or to the brass. And sometimes what they do as well, they put another layer between the steel and the, and the gold plate. So as the gold wears off, you still, feel that it's got that gold colour, but actually, if you looked at it closely, you'd see that the, the gold um, plating on top has come off. Um, so what initially feels like a more affordable purchase, if you were to have it refinished, say you have a piece that's gold vermeil. So gold vermeil is different to gold plating. Gold vermeil has to be a minimum of um, two microns on top of silver. That's what makes it gold for mine can't be another metal underneath it can't be steel it can't be brass or anything like that if they are being referred to as gold for mine um so let's say you have a necklace for example you're going to need to have that replated um 
let's say it manages to last for two years and you need to have have the item replated currently for a small pendant and necklace i believe it's somewhere between about 25 and 30 pounds to have an item replated so if we even take that at the lower end um and do that over a five-year period. So you're going to have to have it replated, say, five times. That's an additional £125 just for the plating. There may be postage fees on top of there. There's going to be inflation. Um, so I'm sure that will go up um, over that time period. So if you compare that to a solid gold piece that is not going to change colour, that is going to last a lifetime, that can easily be repaired and can be gifted to the next generation, you can see that actually over time, what appears to be a more expensive item to begin with actually is a lot more cost effective. The other question I get asked a lot about is my timeframes. Now, everything is made to order except for a small um, percentage of one-off items. I never hold anything more than six items. Um, and that's typically, yeah, one-offs, not from my collections. So everything is made to order just for you, which means it takes time for materials to arrive, for me to sometimes source them. Then there's a time frame for hallmarking, which is a legal requirement when a piece is over a certain weight. Um, and at the moment, that is taking a minimum of two weeks. So straight off the bat, an item that is over a certain weight is going to take a minimum of two weeks. Um, then there's my time to actually make it. There's all of these components that go into to making a piece. So again, when when I quote my times, um, I like to under promise on time and over deliver rather than the other way around. So I always add on additional time to allow for say delays in um, postal service for say something comes up um in the workshop things like that i allow for these times um which is why my time frames are like three to five weeks for my standard items and then on commissions it's up to eight weeks typically six weeks um if it's a more complex piece i'll quote up to eight weeks for the making um so that's why um the time frames are longer i purposely don't hold stock of my collections because that is a huge volume of valuable resources sat in stock boxes waiting to see who's going to purchase it um, and I just don't feel that's a great way to use these valuable resources. I also really love making to order knowing who the piece is going to be for and I think that's really special for the person that is purchasing the piece of jewellery because jewellery holds so much meaning and it should feel special it should feel like this really wonderful thing that's just for you um which is why which is why i only only make to order um so yeah so my time frames are a lot longer than those companies but that's because it's made just for you from complete raw materials um and also why my prices may appear to be a more expensive it's because of the materials they are made from and it's because I value um, the items and the times and it's also you know I pay proper money for the materials um, the other flip side is as well for us independents um, and uh, designers like independent designers we 
don't buy in the raw materials in huge volumes. So we actually end up paying a higher price. Um, lots of these big companies where you can see that they are able to produce, say, necklaces or um, rings at a much lower price point. That's because they are buying in either the material in huge volumes or they're buying in, say, wedding ring blanks, again, in huge volumes. So they get a, a massive discount on that price. So there is that as well, that it is just more expensive for us independents to make that piece of jewellery. Um, having said all that, these aren't these aren't negatives. I see them as, as positives. Um, and I have all the details about how I price my jewellery on my website. I've always been transparent and... I know, I know that it can be difficult sometimes when you see a piece of jewelry and you love it and it's not perhaps within budget. So you would rather that I was able to offer you a silver option with the gold for my. Um, but that's one of the reasons I don't do it because I, one, I feel that it's false economy. Um, I also, you know, gold for my, the wearing of the gold, that's just lost to the atmosphere. That's just gone. That's lost. That's valuable resources just lost. Um, and then there's also the chemicals involved. So that's why I do not offer it in any of my jewellery. And that's why I discontinued working in silver um, so that it is an option that is completely off the table. So, yeah, that's that's um, linked to one of my Instagram posts that I've recently shared. And so I thought I would just come on and do a little ramble. I hope you're having a wonderful week and I thank you for being part of the podcast. If you have any questions, any feedback, leave them in the comments below. I'd love it if you'd um, share this podcast, save it to your favourites, interact with us in any way you can.